0: This is one of my favorite times of the year because it is alumni day, where recent alumni come back to spend a little time with our OHS students. Alumni Day is an annual event that takes place each January at Oregon High School, and it is amazing for many reasons that we will hear about. As an educator myself, there's nothing more fulfilling than seeing the success of students who are in your class and hearing from them after they've graduated.
1: Welcome to this episode of Inside the OSD Podcast, where it's all about the kids. Here is your host, lifelong educator and our superintendent, Dr. Leslie Bergstrom.
0: Let's get started with you, Mr. Ashmore. Can you start by telling us a little bit about your role at OHS and the purpose of Alumni Day?
2: Absolutely. Good morning. Um, So I'm Brad Ashmore. I'm one of the Associate Principals here. I get to work with the academic and career planning team here at OHS and one of our missions here is to make sure that every student that graduates from OHS has a a plan for what's next when they graduate. Um, Kids have done a lot of different um, pathways now and we're really trying to make sure that we bring in our alumni who have had a, a good experience in what they're doing, military, Uh, four-year school, gap year, uh, technical colleges, um, you name it. And we try to bring this experience in each year around the holiday because our students are usually home and oftentimes um, to be able to come in and and share that. So we had our juniors and seniors today meet with our alumni to be able to ask some questions and to share their their story so far. It's really a powerful experience and it's one that I, I think that I'm very proud of working on the academic and career plan, planning team and our alumni that were here today were just amazing, absolutely amazing sharing their stories.
0: And this is just one of many activities that um, are a part of OHS to help prepare students for the future. Could you give an overview of how this fits into the big picture of planning for one's future.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So portrait we're all about the portrait of a graduate here. We want to make sure our students develop and grow and, um, again, figure out what they want to do when they graduate. So in uh, Panther Connections each Wednesday, we focus on academic and career planning. We use Zello as a tool where kids are able to use that program to research a little bit about what's out there and what's next. And then again, um, with our junior conferences for our juniors, And then our seniors with the various experiences that we have to offer, we really try to make sure that we have every kid have a plan. So it really fits into the whole context of the portrait of a graduate. We're doing a lot of different things in Panther Connections that focus on uh, competency, character, culture, critical and creative thinking and community building um, within that. So we're proud of the work we're doing.
0: That's wonderful. And I know that it takes a lot of work to make this happen. So uh, thank you for doing that. And now we'll move on to our alumni guests. So we have um, Ashton Ritter, Charlie Critch, Abigail Wanta, Brandon Thorne, and Betsabe Ramos. So can each of you start by introducing yourself and telling us when you graduated and what
1: you're doing now? I'm Betsabe Ramos. I graduated in June of 2023, and I am currently a freshman at UW-Whitewater.
3: Uh, Hi, I'm Charles Critch. I'm currently a freshman at the Indiana University Jacobs School of Music, and I graduated in 2023.
4: I'm Ashton. I also graduated in 2023, and I'm currently a midshipman at the Naval Academy.
5: My name is Abigail Wonka, also a graduate of 2023, and I'm currently at UW Oshkosh.
6: My name is Brandon Thorne. Um, I graduated in 2022, and um, I'm currently running a business that I started in high school.
0: Thank you. Um, so let's talk about, let's connect what Mr. Ashmore said to your experience. He spoke about portrait of a graduate, which is really the skills, attributes, characteristics we want our students to possess by the time they graduate from the Oregon School District overall and, the, and Oregon High School specifically. So if you think about the portrait of a graduate and you can see it behind me here, what was the significance about any of these pieces related to your time in high school. How do you see any piece of Portrait of a Graduate reflected in your experience? And whomever wants to start can go right ahead.
3: I see a lot of um, the community uh, represented in the musical uh, yeah. building, and, yeah. um, especially in orchestra. You know, you have a, big, a large community or a small community of, uh, of people that come together every single day. Um, just to play music and to get to know each other better and to blend a sound. Um, and by blending a sound, you get to know what other strengths are, and you get to know how other people play and how they communicate their ideas. And the, the teachers at Oregon really know what they're doing. Um, they know how to cultivate a, a caring atmosphere that um, isn't there to judge. It isn't there to, um, to make others feel bad, but rather to um, help others grow and to be creative and to express themselves. And I really like that about Oregon.
5: Thanks, Charles. Going off that community piece, I also got that out of a small area um, working with Mr. Rogers and. People here kind of finding that avenue of where I wanted to go, and that opened doors not just in the Oregon community, but in that um, broadcasting networking community. Because I was able to job shadow, um, and Mr. Granberg too got me out into the community with doing dual college credit, and you know that helped boost my critical thinking because I was taking a course at uh, Edgewood at the same time I was taking classes at. Um, Oregon here. So learning how to manage that schedule, I would say those are two really important people to me that kind of created a community I could work in. Thank you.
1: I think character and culture have been very impactful here at OHS from my experience. Um, Growing um, more in my journalism skills through Mr. Rogers and building up a journalism foundation here at OHS, Mm -hmm. I think was really impactful not only for people who are still students here, but for my personal career, because it came at a time where I had serious doubts about my future, and I wasn't sure what I wanted to do. And so um, building up character and having that culture and building up work ethic and uh, Mm -hmm. hopes and aspirations and actually wanting to do something with this skill that I didn't know I had um, (laughs) definitely helped me in my future and as to where I am now. Thank you.
6: I think the community was also really important. Um, I was able to connect with Ms. Schmidt, who, you know, of helped me you know reach out to other students and teachers who could um, you know kind of contribute to some of my learning Um, and so there's a lot of cool you know things I could do with other students with that. Um, I also think just being able to you know experiment with all the different classes it kind of helped me reassure what I was really passionate about and kind of what I wanted to do in the future.
0: Thanks Brandon.
4: At the Naval Academy what we truly hold it as you know the most important part of our development is the uh, character and culture piece mm-hmm. um, At the end of the day, you know, well, we need to be technically um, competent What's what's important to us is being a good leader and having good moral and ethical character traits and so at Oregon I was able to really start to develop that and get me into a place where now I can i kind of start putting some more of the finishing touches on it.
0: That's great. What are some of the most, what is the most valuable thing? Oh, that is gonna, it's making you narrow it down, and this is hard. But what's the most valuable thing you learned in the, in the Oregon School District that helped you prepare for where you are now? And Brandon, I'm going to start with you because your um, spirit of entrepreneurship really tested us a little bit in creativity and how to make all the pieces work. And I'm just wondering when you stepped away from the experience, what was most valuable to you?
6: Um, I think, I think maybe being able to kind of grow up and mature a little bit, you know, within the school, Um, you know, by the time I was kind of there, like the school, you know, had really allowed me to be flexible with my business and kind of you know get adjusted to spending a lot of time on that and you know kind of get my schedule down so i think um you know kind of being ready to fully jump into doing that full time and all that um, was a much easier transition because um you know with the school and teachers kind of allowed me to be flexible with that and it you know it was just a much easier transition for me so
0: that's good i'm glad who else wants to jump in on this one
4: I'm going to talk about the uh, community here a bit, yeah. um, and what's important, for what I'm doing now, is learning how to interact with each other, other people, build relationships, and, uh, and that was one of the biggest things I took away from this place, wow. um, is you know, learning how to deal with people and solve problems together.
0: Thank you.
3: With Oregon, I've got to say that there's a there's a big emphasis on critical thinking, mm-hmm. um, and especially in music, uh, pursuing something that's as intricate as music is like it requires a lot of critical thinking. Mm-hmm. And once we get to college um, or post high school um, careers, I think a lot of people expect us to um, to think critically and not just say, "Well, what are you thinking?" But say, "Why are you thinking this? Why do you why do you think um, the composer made this decision? Why do you think um, this would be best for our business?" Um, like I think that's really something that's emphasized well at Oregon, um, and it really applies well to a lot of uh, different career paths.
0: Oh, that's so interesting, Charles. So it's not what do you think, but why do you think it? Mm-hmm. <laughs>
3: yeah, <laughs> that absolutely. requires
0: a whole different set of skills, right?
3: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. My, yeah. my, my teacher at uh, Indiana was very... Um, kind of frustrated with me in my first few weeks. Um, he said, you know, I'm not interested in finding out what's right. I'm interested in finding out what you think, and then we can determine how to how to cultivate that into something larger, and that's really yeah. nice. Nice,
0: thank you.
1: I really think, going off of that, um, critical and creative thinking have been a big part of my journey in the Oregon yeah. School District. Um, you know, from elementary school up till high school and then up till now, post-secondary. Growing up, I had always been considered a leader. And I sometimes there were times where I didn't know what to do with those skills. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't Mm -hmm. sure where to apply them. How should I do this? How should I do that? Um, Taking classes like leadership with Mr. Kirkovic was so much fun. And even though people are like, oh, it's a fun class. You play games. You play games, but they all have a purpose. And I loved that about Mr. Kirkovic's teaching is that he always had a purpose behind all the games and all the silliness that happened in his classroom, <laughs> um, but doing that and then having to apply all those skills that I learned, not only through Mr. Kirkovic, but through other teachers such as uh, Mr. Wigman as well, yeah. um, he teaches history, um, going through all of those skills and all those critical thinking skills and building on top of them really helped me to help end my senior year with a bang, with um, developing journalism here at OHS and, and um, applying a future for the people, for the future journalists, essentially. Um, and it made me feel um, not only good about myself, but it made me feel like I was ready to take that step post-secondary. Oh,
0: that's exciting. Anybody else? I can move, I can move to this. Here, here's kind of a fun one. Fun one. What's been the most interesting, surprising or exciting thing you've experienced since leaving the OSD?
1: I think again, going back to growing in my leadership skills and being the one person to take that first step. Um, we, at, I go to UW Whitewater, and within the first two weeks, there were auditions to be the new host for a show at their TV station on campus. And I thought, um, going, Mr. Rogers is also an UWW alum, and so he told me, you know, go do that, do it straight away. And so I did, and um, I. Ended up um, getting the position and uh, they were fully staffed up up until next spring, until graduation and middle of Feb- uh, middle of November. They had offered me a position um, to work wow. there as a student producer. And I was very honored to say yes. And and I think just having uh, to take that first step in in that position of leadership really Really helped me kickstart my, my career as a journalist. Well, that
0: is a fun and exciting thing yeah. since graduation. Yeah, that's a pretty and I've big learned deal. I've
1: learned a lot. I can I can use Adobe Premiere now, so <laughs> <laughs> I think that's pretty cool.
3: <laughs> Just adding on like two interesting things. I've got to say that like sometimes we think about college is like it's a very academic experience, and like the academics are important, sure. I mean, it's primarily primarily why you're there, um, but I think the connections are equally, if not more important. Um, being in music, we see um, people who are coming for um, graduate degrees, um, and then also artist diplomas, and every single person brings their own um, their own experience and their own um, level of expertise or even lack thereof. Um, there are some people who you can say, "Oh, I, I really want to take this from them because they've they've really gotten that down," and everyone kind of comes in with their own um, ideas that you can add on and bring into your own playing and. Um, I really like the connections that I've made with other people where they've said, Hey, we need a violist for this performance. Do you want to come join us? I was thinking, uh, yes, yes, I would love to. I would love to play as a, with the pianist in front of me. Like, that's incredible. Um, the, the people that you meet are going to be equally or if not more important, uh, just as much as your education.
0: Oh, wow. That's great.
4: Uh, I've been fortunate enough to, uh, to have gotten to meet uh, a fair number of interesting people You know, being at the Naval Academy, uh, they have enough influence in Washington to bring some people to us. So, I mean, I've had the opportunity to meet congressmen, Chief Justice John Roberts, Supreme Court, um, Olympians, authors, business leaders. And it's just, it's very neat to get to interact with people of this caliber and learn from their experiences and the lessons that they can uh, give to us.
0: that's very interesting and it's very similar to what Charles was saying just different kinds of people
5: (laughs) still all about uh, connection and connecting with others learning from them going off of kind of the people theme um, so at Oshkosh I'm a part of the Honors College um, and so I have specific requirements for that and one of them was i had to take kind of an introduction to the honors college and so each class had a different theme and mine was on the philosophy of power and it was Ooh, taught by the, something yeah it was taught by the dean of the honors college and a math professor and so we were looking at areas of power and talking about it and you know we all kind of sat in like a u shape and it was really nice because we got to bounce ideas off of each other and they didn't they had a syllabus but they were like our goal is to get you to get off topic and (laughs) they they presented these topics and different ideas to us and it was nice to have that where at a place where you know you you when you're in your dorm and you know people aren't always making the same choices you would or you're just getting exposed to so many new things and everyone's trying it and so to be in a place where you had okay here's our higher order of thinking Mm -hmm. you know meeting people meeting um other professors in their department and figuring out too you know it wasn't the science of political science that i liked it was the why of political science and so moving from political science to a more philosophy aspect and thinking, why is this ethical? Why do I want to do it?
0: You're not going to have very many opportunities to be in classes where they say, our goal is to get you off topic. (laughs) So that is a unique experience. That's terrific.
6: Um, I think one of the most exciting things I graduate is just having kind of ultimate flexibility and a little more (laughs) control over what you do. Um, you know, I've had the opportunity to travel a little bit more and
0: just kind of explore.
6: Um, so that's been really great.
0: Well, you also need a flexible schedule to be able to talk to business connections in other parts of the world. So I bet the flexibility has been a big boost for you. Yeah. All right. So now comes the time where you're giving some advice. So if you think about seniors who are in their second semester, what would you tell them is going to be really important to them in the next year? What advice would you have for them so it's you a year ago basically
4: (laughs) the biggest the biggest advice that i would give uh, is just to put yourself out there um, you know join clubs or you know go meet new people um, and kind of step outside what you're comfortable with i mean college in itself is a big jump from what we're used to but You know, there's a lot of experiences in those, you know, four years, but even just in your first, you know, semester that, you know, you really want to take advantage of if you have that opportunity. Mm
1: -hmm. Thank you. Yeah, bouncing off of that, um, Mr. Ashmore's gonna love this, one of the Pride Valley's involvement. (laughs) (laughs) And so, yeah, (laughs) that's what got me into Pride Crew. Um, So definitely getting involved um, is more important now than ever. I never would, I imagined that I would have gotten to meet, um, Ms. Greiner and Mr. Tynan last March or last January really, and then start working with them in March, um, to develop what journalism is now here uh-huh. at OHS. Uh-huh. And so I think, and it also helped me figure out what I wanted to do and that I was for sure in it for the win, you know? So, um, definitely getting involved is more important now than ever. And, um, Saying, saying goodbye to certain things, and that's more of the sentimental part of it. But it's also beautiful to to take advantage and just soak in every every last moment here at, at this school. Thank you.
3: Yeah, I gotta say that's something I would tell myself uh, in the past is to put down the phone for a little bit. Um, <laughs> my screen time was around seven to eight hours last semester, um, not in college, but the year <laughs> before that. Um, and it, it was, it, it took a mental toll on me, um, I think when when we're on the phone so much and worried about what our battery percentage is um, it it, it can really affect our life Um, and once you find other ways to um, enrich your life um, i think it kind of goes in a way that um, if you enrich your mind you enrich your life Um, and whether that's reading a book or going on a walk or just doing something um, that isn't sitting down scrolling on instagram um, i think we'll find ourselves um, being a lot happier and um, a lot more fulfilled in life I think that's one of the most important things
1: yeah,
6: yeah. I think I would agree that kind of being open minded um, you know working to find things that you don't like to do you know will help you kind of lead you on the path of what you do want to do um, and just kind of you know try and be in the mindset of like nothing set in stone you know you can change as much as you want or you know do something else you're never really stuck anywhere um, and you know you have plenty of time to figure out what you're going to do
5: nice flexibility is your overall theme today (laughs) that's good that's good I think flexibility in the future is what I kind of learned because just at this point I remember January last year everyone was waiting for um the decisions to come out because I think end of January is when it normally comes out for seniors and so I remember that and it's competitive and you know you walk into class the next day and you see you know people are wearing the sweatshirts of their school and that's the hardest thing is giving up control in that especially as someone who's a planner um (laughs) making lists living off of my calendar you know giving that up and saying you know, as much as we think we have control over the future, we really don't. We don't know who we're going to meet. We don't know where we're going to go. We don't know if we'll be back at our high school talking about it. You <laughs> you don't know where it goes. And so you really don't have control over it. And I think I'm even learning that in college and figuring out what's the next step how do i tweak my major to figure out it's exactly what i want to do and you know i could there's people who graduate from college and they don't use their degree but they would have never gotten to that spot they're at without the connections they made in college so really letting go and seeing you know there are people that you want to be proud and you want to wrap your school, but you have to be also comfortable with giving up that control.
0: My goodness, I don't know if there was any chance I was as mature as any one of you at the table when I was in my first year of college. I'm really impressed by your insights. This is something else. But now I'm going to ask you to get in your time machine and go back even further, okay? Eighth grade, you're about to start high school. What advice would you have to all of those who are about to start the high school journey?
3: I think I'm going to take a, a note out of one of my favorite TV shows, Ted Lasso.
0: Oh, one of my favorites too. Um,
3: and it's to be curious, not judgmental. Mm-hmm. Um, I think going into my, my freshman year of high school, I was, I was very worried about what others would have thought of me. And I think that infiltrated um, my relationships and It resulted in me being more judgmental than curious and instead of thinking oh why does this person think like this or um, is there something that i can help them do it was more well i don't want to be like them why would i want to be like them Uh, you know it's 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 very twisted in, in a few ways and i think once we learn to be more curious about others and learning about others and learning how to empathize and sympathize um we learn that everyone has their own um their own future and their own possibilities and their own potential. Um, and once people reach that potential, it's really exciting to see them grow. Um, so to be curious, not judgmental, that's
0: my message. By
1: Charles and Ted Lasso. And Ted Lasso, mostly gotcha. Ted Lasso.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, bouncing off of that, that's exactly how I felt entering my freshman year. And I i tell myself a lot, I'm like, I wish I could tell my freshman and sophomore self, to, to like, it's okay to let loose. It's okay to <laughs> not be so uptight and, and bitter all the time. And um, and I think um, I didn't really start realizing that and doing that until late into my senior year and so uh-huh. you know second semester I was like who cares I was like, <laughs> I was like you know what like I'm doing what makes me happy I could be my true self yeah you know? so it's um, mm-hmm. definitely um Taking advantage of of that and and realizing that high school isn't all that of course it's it's great, and you know there are moments like this where you come back and you talk about it, mm-hmm. but um I think you know there has to be a point where you do move on and and that you know whatever you did late September of twenty nineteen doesn't matter <laughs> <laughs> anymore, so I think okay. just letting loose a little bit, got it.
4: I would go back to uh pretty much what I think most people say. When, uh, when they look back on high school it's just how fast it goes. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I'm sure people have mentioned this to, you know, eighth graders, but it really does go quick. And so, you know, don't pass up on any opportunities that you know there for you. Uh, make sure you, you know, you got to make the fullest um, and then make the most out of your high school experience. Um, and then set yourself up um, to make another step in your, in your life, wherever that wherever that step leads to, and you know, it's good to also build connections while you're here. People that can help you take that next step, um, and you know, who can be by your side. Whether it's you know, it's teachers or friends, mm-hmm. um, or even parents of friends, I suppose. Uh, just connect with people and don't miss those opportunities.
5: Great. I remember my eighth grade year coming into high school I I wasn't here I was at a different district and so being the transfer student and then being the transfer student next year in the fall I think you know there were a lot of things in my life that were going on at that time and it was it was helpful to reach out I would say that was one of the things that really boosted where I was with Oregon and finding people who'd connect with you mm-hmm. but I think the thing that I needed to hear um you know people talk about changing and being curious about who you are and it felt to me like people were wanting me to change and I think even going into college I still have my values and you know my values from eighth grade but i I've changed about how I come at them or why I believe what I do. And it's been a lot of transformation from transferring freshman year, sophomore year, and now this next transfer coming up and figuring out, you know, why do I look at things the way that I do? And so eighth grade, you're gonna hear, you'll see, you know, like movies and TV shows, they're gonna be presenting it a certain way and your parents will present it a certain way. And, you know, older siblings will present it a certain way. But everyone, you can be in the same friend group and they're all gonna have a different perspective of high school or how it went or what it was like because we all hold those different values. Mm -hmm. Thank
6: you. I think I would say probably being open-minded. Probably I, I think back to myself you know, probably a little closed-minded and, you know, thought I knew a lot of stuff when I didn't. Um, So I think accepting the fact that, you know, there's still a lot of things you can learn and trying to kind of surround yourself with the people that maybe you want to be like or you look up to, whether it's, you know, parents, um, teachers, um, friends, you know, kind of have a good group around you um, that maybe have similar goals or things like that. um, And just being open to different experiences, you know, trying new things, even if it's something that you know you don't think you'll like or whatever, um, give it a try and maybe you'll end up liking it. So,
0: very nice. And I hope that the eighth graders listen. We should send them the link
1: <laughs> because I think
0: that you're giving them excellent advice, and I appreciate that. Thanks for taking your time to come back for alumni day and for sharing all of this. Your families must be so so proud of you. Remember that you can find links to all episodes of Inside the OSD and submit topic ideas on our website at oregonsd.org podcast. You can find this podcast anywhere you can find podcasts. Make sure to subscribe if you're listening on one of these apps to get notifications on the most recent episodes. We'll see you next time on Inside the OSD, where it's all
1: about the kids.